Love Talk Radio. Church, the birthplace of gospel music, and as always, it's your boy, your host, the one, the only Dr. Daniel King in the studio with you today, man. I'm excited to be here today, man. Look, I know, I know, I know the world is talking about it. They're talking, I know we can't, hey, I couldn't, there was no way I was going to be able to come on here and not have the conversation with y'all tonight, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it like, like mature adults. We're going to get into it, and, and I'm going to give, give y'all a good time, a good chance to get in here 
and 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 join in with me. But y'all look, is is we go, we gonna talk about it, but it's gonna be what it's gonna be, and we are gonna have the discussion because uh, there, there there seems to be uh, as as Latanya said earlier, there is some um, uh, 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 as a split. There's a split. There's a split. There's a split. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a good, good time. Look, let me give you the rundown uh, on how you can be a part of tonight's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. Better get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, the Tanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, emails, texts, uh, whatever. Uh, just, just send it on over this way. Uh, but yeah, she'll do that. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. That is the call in number three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is your call in number. One more time, three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is your call in number. If you uh, want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. If you want to follow us on social media, which is about blowing up really, really crazy, but if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on IG. Real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. It's the same thing. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, yeah, please do like our page. Follow us on Facebook. You can do that as well. Follow us uh, uh, on the on the on. The, <laughs> I just saw this message from Harold. Follow us on the gram. Uh, uh, follow us on Facebook at t- Facebook Facebook dot com slash ttlo radio. Facebook dot com slash ttlo radio is where you can find us there. Uh, don't forget the live streams are up and running, y'all. Come on in, come on in, join in with us. The live streams are up and running. Come on in, take a seat. There's room for everybody. But the live streams are up and running. Looking forward to seeing and talking to y'all today. Uh, y'all come on in and sit down with your boy. It's going to be, it's going to be uh, a good, good time, a good, good time. Y'all come on, hang out uh, with your boy. Uh, YouTube as well. YouTube, we're live on YouTube as well right now. Come on in, hang out uh, with your boy. It's going to be a good, good time this evening. Y'all might well come on in and join in with me. It's going to be good. Don't forget we are an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO media group, meaning not only will you find the TTLO radio show uh, every Monday and Friday, but you'll also find uh, all of our pri- all of our prior shows, if I get uh, my tongue being untied. You can find all of our prior shows. Real simple, real easy to do. You can also find healthy Soul Talk, that's right, all of the previous shows from Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas, Real Talk, Real Issues, Real Solutions, you can find those as well uh, with Dr. Kimberly Thomas, Healthy Soul Talk, 
Uh, that is an amazing, amazing show. I just can't wait for her to come back and be live in studio. Then don't forget my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington and the Faith Works and Vision Church. You can also find him as well with the Kitchen Chronicles. That's right, Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can find my boy and the Kitchen Chronicles is going to be good all the time. Feeding, as always, your mind, your body, and your soul, huh? Uh, but man, look at y'all know how it goes. We don't stop there. We don't stop there. We do it the way we do it. It is every Sunday. We start the worship off right here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That means every Sunday you can join us right here at the birthplace of gospel music. Every Sunday at 11 o'clock, join Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family for our live broadcast. That's right, in person and virtually. You can join us however you see fit, but you can do that every Sunday at 11 o'clock. Check us out, check us out, check us out. Always a good service here at the birthplace of gospel music. Uh, But look, the praise does not end there because immediately, yeah, look at your neighbor, say immediately. Immediately after we're done, you can tune right back in and you can see my good brother from the Faith, Works, and Vision Church, the good pastor Harold D. Washington. Uh, That's right, join Pastor Harold D. Washington and the Faith, Works, and Vision virtual family every Sunday, somewhere around 12, 15, 12, 30. You can catch him as well. Always, always a good, good service. <laughs> but yeah, you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can find us there. Look, y'all, it's Monday. It's time for the four piece check in. It's time for the four piece check in. It is time. It is time. It is time for the four piece check in check in y'all know what it is that means what church did you go to come on now y'all know how it goes what church did you go to who preached yesterday what was uh uh the scripture and what was the sermon title what church did you go to who preached what was the scripture and what was the sermon title it's the four piece check in we want to know where you're paying attention down to the church house or wherever you watch, whether it be from Bedside Baptist or you were actually in the place. I just want to know what you did on yesterday. Man, 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 man. Look, I we had a time here at the Ebenezer on yesterday. Man, we had a time yesterday. I am just grateful, grateful, grateful. Look, Before I go any further, uh, uh, I want to make sure we we'll send a prayer up uh, uh, for, for – uh, uh, our, our, I won't say our solos, but she's been our guest so, so many times. I want to send a prayer for uh, Peral Shante, uh, who was ill yesterday. She was not able to show up uh, and use her gift on yesterday. But we are grateful, grateful, grateful for, for, for what we were able to do. But we definitely want to keep her lifted up in prayer. But, man, we had a time yesterday here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. It was a good, good time uh, in praise, worship, and word. Yeah, praise, worship, and word. We had a wonderful time uh, on yesterday. I, I, I'm, I'm still uh, excited. I think, I think I, uh, 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 the wife asked me, "Was I tired?" And sleep. I said, "No, nah, but it's probably gonna hit me because I didn't really, I didn't really go. You know, I, I normally, you know, sit down and chill out. But we kind of was trying to get, get up and get somewhere yesterday. Uh, but man, it was a good time yesterday. But y'all, come on in, man. Come on, check in. It is time for the four piece. Check in. Let me check my chat box. Let me see what we got. Uh, Sally Hogan says, thanks for sharing. God bless you, Sally. Thank you. Uh, my, 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 my twin, 
uh, Angela Johnson. She said, man, look here, my season is <laughs> Look here, man. That thing was good. That thing got good to me. That thing got good. I tell you, when I grow up, boy, one day I'm going to hoop when I grow up. That thing got good to me, though. It was it was all right, y'all. I I was I was so appreciative uh for yesterday. But yeah, it was it was something about that that thing. It was it was it was it was all right to me. It was I was feeling that thing. I said, Ooh, it's on. And then the thing about it is, and, and I, I wanna say this to Angela because Angela texted me and she was like, She said I went to another level and she said, I know you left some stuff out. I said, it's, the crazy part is I left I might have left about a good two, three pages. You know, y'all know I have my stuff on. I got my notes on my computer. That thing just scrolled on. It just, <laughs> it just scrolled on past some stuff. I was like, look here, I'm just going to go ahead and just do let this thing do what it do. It just scrolled on and scrolled on. I did not, I, did, I didn't care. I was in, look here, I was, I was, man, I was, I was happy. I was happy, happy yesterday, man. It was, it was awesome uh, yesterday. So thank you, Angela, for coming and hanging out. Uh, with us on yesterday. She ran up out of here, though, real fast. But thank you for coming and hanging out uh, with us on yesterday. But we had a good time here uh, at the Ebenezer. Thank you. Uh, real big, quick uh, shout-out for uh, Senior Pastor Daryl in person for the opportunity. And again, to Ebenezer family, man, look, it, it's, it, it's something about preaching. And let me tell you something about Angela. Angela, Angela, Angela growing up in, in, in the Baptist church, you're going to get a Baptist amen about that corner over there. You're going to get a good Baptist amen, and she will talk back to the preacher. And you preach a little different when some folks say something to you. Huh? Yeah, y'all ain't going to get me. You, you preach a little different. You preach a little different. I bet you Jesus who I ain't going to say nothing. Y'all ain't going to hear me about it. But look, here, you, you, you tend to preach a little different when, uh, uh, when, 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 when the folks talk back to you. So I was just, again, excited, excited uh, for yesterday, man. Grateful for the opportunity. And uh, we had a good time on yesterday. So, yeah, um, it was. It was a great, great, great experience, great time. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, look, to the, to the next one. Uh, looking forward to the next one. And I don't think I stressed out, Tanya, I don't think I stressed you out yesterday. This, this, I, don't think I, I don't think I stressed you out this time like I normally do. And you gave me an apology for <laughs> coming in at 10.53 talking about huh? 1 through 20. And you know I had five. I know. But see, I went back and I was looking at I should have known. I should have known. Something I had added. I, was I said, like, I can't talk about this if I didn't give them the rest of this scripture. So I got to give them this scripture so they can have it for, for reference. But what was the act? Yeah, but, but I. But you know what I appreciate. You know what? No, never mind that. I appreciate <laughs> you letting the people know. Like if your screens went away, it wasn't your fault, right? Uh oh, it ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Angela said you always made me really shout. I ain't playing. Look here, you should have went on and got one loose. Maybe look, you shouting Angela probably would have set somebody else free. I'm waiting on somebody around here just to tear up a seat or two. Uh, look, it might be me. But uh, yeah, it was. We had a good time yesterday, man. It was a great, great time. Look, we do have a great article tonight. Five dangerous signs. Y'all saw it already. Five dangerous signs of complacency in the church. Oh Lord, we gonna talk about that a little later. We gonna talk about that a little later. But look, look, look. I was trying. To, I'm trying to get to get the folk. Uh, uh, trying to trying to get y'all up in here. Trying to get y'all up in here. Uh, so y'all can y'all can get in here because it is. It's look, I understand, I understand. Y'all was 
you know, a lot, lot, lot of stuff was going on uh, yesterday. A lot of stuff was going on yesterday. And and people was, you know, it was really much. I haven't watched, um, I have not watched uh, the Oscars in, I couldn't tell you how long. And, and y'all know truth be told. And this was the highest it's ever been since it started being televised. Let me, let, really? Because it, it was in a, a decline. But I bet they turned, they turned their TV on. Wow. On Facebook. Yeah, I, I. I, y- y'all know, y'all, y'all know now. Y'all know how this go. Black folks don't really watch the Oscars until, uh, <laughs> as I say, y'all church got on a sweet tilt. Y'all don't really, you know, black folks don't really watch the Oscars until we nominated. <laughs> we really don't watch the Oscars until we nominated. So we are gonna talk about that in a minute. But we are gonna get this four piece check in. We gonna get this this four piece check in. That's what we gonna do. Uh, do we got any check-ins yet in here? Not yet? No. We're going to get this four-piece check-in here, so we're going to give y'all some time. But we definitely going to talk about it. We definitely, uh, definitely going to talk about it on on tonight. What else happened in the news yesterday other than that? Before I get to that, I'm trying to think. Uh, was there anything else in the world <laughs> that was crazy uh, uh, other than the foolishness uh, from yesterday? Anything else that was crazy? Uh, other than that, but man, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a bit much. It was a bit much, but look, let me, let me, let me do my own. Let me do my own folks. Let me, let, let me, let me put Tanya on the spot. Tanya. Oh no. Huh? What, uh, what, uh, what, 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 what church, what church did you go to on yesterday? Oh, I went to <laughs> Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Really? Is that what you was? Praise oh, the Lord. I know, right? Praise the Lord. The Lord Saint. <laughs> right, where's she at? Well, okay, right. you would. Okay, so come on, come on, check in. Dang, ain't that something? Okay, where, ain't nobody checking in. We got to keep it going. <laughs> where my pastor is, Daryl, in person, mm-hmm. senior pastor here, mm-hmm. um, Ebenezer Baptist Church. That's not part of the check in, but come on. I know, whatever. <laughs> She'll be adding the fifth piece. Is um, the birthplace of gospel music? Why the food bill be mm-hmm. so high? We be adding that fifth piece. Right. Anywho. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. yesterday's service. Uh huh. My who, season. Who, who preached? Oh, wait a minute. See, you gotta do it in my, my order. See, I ain't gotta do it. <laughs> my season. Uh huh. Is changed. Is well, that, was that it? That was, was that sound it? like it. That sound like that might have been like, it. So look, let me look. Sound like it. Let me look. <laughs> let, me, let me check it out. I, I gotta see something. I gotta go upstairs and see something. What you gotta see? What you gotta what, see? What you gotta see? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That sound right. Uh huh. Uh, what you waiting on? What you I'm, trying, I'm trying to find the guy. I know you're trying to find it. I know that's what you know they're doing. You no, can't no, find no, it. no, no. I'll never be trying to find the guy again. Oh, yeah, there it is. I got it. Though. Okay. okay. My season is changing. My season is changing. All right. Okay. Yes. Well, the, uh, Dr. Dana L. King, uh-huh. he preached. Oh, bless yes. the Lord. Yes. Bless his heart. Blessings. Blessings on blessings. Blessings on blessings. Bless his heart. Yes. yes. Um, he came from <clears> second. King. Second King. Uh-huh. Chapter Second King. Three. Chapter three. Uh-huh. He had told his wife verses one through five. Oh Lord. <laughs> but the asterisk was uh-huh. one through twenty. With the whole thing. Just the whole that. the whole thing. Everybody stand. Take off your high heel shoes. We're gonna be up here for a while. Because you're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> let me st- let me tell you about a story about a man named Jerry. Jeroboam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for checking in. I appreciate you. Thank you. Problem, thank you for holding down. Thank you for holding down. No, we had we had a good time. We had a good time uh, uh, yesterday here at the Ebenezer. 
Uh, so yeah, man, I was. Let me say this: that I was. Um, it was. It was. It, I was working on this sermon because I wanted. I was going to do a follow up to the power of the word if, right? So I was about two and a half pages into that, and then it just said, "No, nah, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. You ain't, you ain't gonna be able to do it." Because I really wanted. I really wanted to come back with another part from the power of the word if, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get that out. So I'm gonna say that. Something else, uh, but yeah, man, so, it was. Well, so, what is it gonna be called? Like, if the continuation? <laughs> if I had another thought, no. So, uh, you know, with with our new cameras, then we can be like, you know, on last sermon. <laughs> last time you saw this yeah. Negro. <laughs> and pull out tidbits. You can. You get up. You can load it all in there. Show can. Show oh, can. Okay. So, so, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Y'all got to come hang out. Folks got to come hang out with us. All right, so we we gonna get past the four piece check in. Let's 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 come on and jump on in because the world is you know everybody and their mama been talking, so we gonna get into it. So y'all already know I started to put the clip up, but I ain't even feel like doing it because I'm tired. I'm, I don't I really don't want to see it anymore. So uh, but y'all saw last night again we talked about the Oscars. You know this is just me. I could be wrong, but I don't think black folks really watch the Oscars unless we know one of our own is performing, hosting. We probably ain't watching what we hosting, really. But unless one of our own is hosting, or there's an opportunity for one of us to get one of them net trophies. And unless it's that, and, and really we don't even be watching. We just be checking in. Say, is it time yet? Is it time, it's time for the... Because we, we, everybody call and text everybody, oh, they finna do it now. They finna do it now. Because that's, 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 that, that's what we do. We just ain't, you know, the Oscars ain't really been about us. You know, it ain't, it's, you know the Oscars has been white-only pies for a long time. And uh, yeah, so anyway, last night I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Chris Tuck, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker. I think Chris Tucker would have swung back. Chris, <laughs> Chris, right. I'm just gonna say Chris Tucker would have swung back. Uh, Chris Rock uh, was up uh, presenting for uh, documentaries. I believe it was for documentaries. I don't know which one, which particular one, but he was up presenting for documentaries. And um, he he was up doing some you know a little stand up. He was doing throwing some jokes out there. And uh, while he was up there, he was going around the room cracking jokes. And so when he looked over at the uh, the Smiths, Will and Jada were sitting over there looking real good, you know, uh, uh, looking real good. Uh, he cracked the joke, said, "And Jada will see you in the GI Jane two. GI Jane two. If you know GI Jane the, the movie, it was with Demi uh, Demi Moore." Demi Moore was in the movie, and uh, Demi Moore, Demi Moore, uh, uh, bless you, man, bless you, uh, uh, Dr. Brown, bless you, sir, bless you. I appreciate that. Dr. Brown says, man, you preached yesterday. That was the first time I heard you speak. Man, appreciate you, man. That's, appreciate that, man. I, I, I like that from a peer. That's, that's I appreciate y'all when your when your peers check in on you. That's that's good stuff, man. That's that's good stuff. I like that. I like that. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, he was up doing that. He cracked a joke, and he said, I'll see you in G.I. Jane. If you watch the video, and I know y'all have seen it, y'all have seen it a hundred times, if you watch the part where we, when they got the camera on Will right when he said it, Will Smith is laughing. Let's be very clear. He is laughing. It wasn't just a little chuckle. He laughed. Jada, on the other hand, rolled. She was smiling about the other previous joke. But then when, when his joke finished about her, the eye roll came and the slight turn of the head or whatever. Will was in full laughter from the previous joke and the joke about his wife. But then Will did that little look to the left. 
and he looked over there and he saw his wife. Then the camera cuts back to Chris Rock because the crowd didn't really laugh at the joke because it was kind of lame. But the crowd didn't really laugh at the joke, right? Fast forward, he's talking. Will is making his way up on stage. And, and, and Chris Rock is like, uh-oh, here we go. You know, laughing still, thinking it's funny. The crowd is blah, 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 talking. Now, next thing you know, Will swings. There's supposed contact. Turn around. Everybody's in shock. Will goes back to his seat. Now, in America, cameras froze, sound went off. But over in Japan <laughs> and Australia and Airwells and all these other places, they let it play out. So, so, so you hear Will saying, uh, you hear uh, uh, Chris Rock saying it was a joke. Uh, 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 Will Smith uses some language. Keep my wife's name out your mouth is what he said. And then he was like, it's a joke. It was G.I. Jane. He was like, uh, keep my wife's name out your bleeping mouth. That's what it said, right? And the crowd is like, oh, Lord, what just happened? You see Lapita, uh, what's her name, next to uh, uh, Will in the cut, and she was laughing at first, but then when he said that, it was like, oh, no, this might be for real. All right. To wake up this morning, or last night, rather, and today, the world is, Tanya said, the world is split. There are people who are who are saying uh, 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 Will was right for defending his wife in that moment. Then there are other people saying Will like went too far. He could have pulled dude off to the side after the show. Uh, you know, Black Hollywood is small. You can pick up the phone to get anybody's phone number. Black Hollywood is really small, so you can get anybody's phone number. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ain't already got Chris Rock phone number or his agent can't call Chris Rock's agent and make it happen. All right. Tom, you want to tell us how you feel before I go? Okay. All right. You gonna give yourself no camera time? Nope. Uh I was trying to put the put these things in. Oh okay. I'm sorry. But, no, 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 it's fine. Okay. Um uh, my feelings. Yeah. So what's your thoughts? Okay, my thought is this um at first mm-hmm. when it when it happened and everything else like that you you know and everybody knew not say everybody knew some people said they didn't know that uh jada had alopecia i didn't and, i did not know oh i didn't know I, I didn't know she did she did go on the record to you know right say why she went i saw that part why she you know why she went I, I found it out today right she, oh yeah so this this may be like oh Less than six months, she, you know, she, she told everybody, like, you know, about, you know, why right. she's shaving her head. Right. And everything else like that. Right. So, first, I will say this. When it first happened mm-hmm. and everything, I definitely was up there like, oh, you got what you deserve. Okay. I was like, oh, you, you, like, you, definitely, you definitely got what you deserve. Okay. This, my second thought after that is because I never saw the ankle of Jada. Right. And everything else was up there like... She done sent this man off. Uh-huh. I'll say send off mission complete. <laughs> Just I, Captain, uh-huh. and everything. Because the great send off. The great uh-huh. send off mission. Because at that moment, like you said, he was laughing. He was in the, in the words of your grandma, you ain't that sick. Yeah, he was he was key key keying over there. And and her mood, her mood changed instantly. And you know, 
black women, you know I look. He's like, you know, so you ain't gonna, I don't know if she said you ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> but what I saw, uh-huh. what I saw to me was that she, she didn't find it funny. No, she didn't. She didn't, she didn't find Neither it Neither did most of the crowd. And, 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 and people, and you, right, no, no one, no one found your joke. Yeah. No one found your joke funny. Okay. So then, like, you know, like, you know, it was hard to tell before, like, it, it, is this fake? This is stage? Is mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Is it that? Mm-hmm. And everything else like that. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Will, I think Will did what was necessary. And mm. I, mm. Okay. I, and I am in defense of him, but also I want to give some blame to Jada. Mm. And everything else like that. Your man took your feelings mm. into account, and he went and corrected a situation mm. wrong of violence and mm. everything else like that. Wrong to use violence and everything. He could have. There, there were so many. There were so many ways that this could have played. You know that that this could have played out. Mm-hmm. So I think he was very wrong to use the violence. But Jada. This man saw you hurt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. embarrassed. Mm-hmm. He went up there, rectified the situation. But like you know, but when it's your turn, mm. when it was your turn back in the, you know, you know, back in the back in the day of the entanglement, real mm. crying mm-hmm. at red table talk, and she got this smirk on her face, like she don't care. Now in that red table talk, if everybody had watched it and everything. You know, you can tell whatever the issue was was from a previous movie with another actress and everything. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it was like the great get back and everything mm-hmm. and and whatnot. Jada, for the black man, any black man that goes and you know stands up for his wife, I mm-hmm. applaud you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a. I don't really think like you know. I I applaud you, but. When we do it in the sector in in front of other people, mm-hmm. then that then I have a real I have I have a real problem. Like you know, like you know, in, in front of the colonizers, then I have a real problem with it because like you know, we always got to act up. It was like five maybe black people that got nominated and and won awards last night, and this this one thing is taking taking yeah. precedence over. Yeah over this is is this fight scene and for black men who love hard who who are vulnerable Uh i say thank you for being that way because there's a lot of black men that are not like that and everything else like that you put jada put that man in a jam yeah i I wrote that in my um i I I was on my facebook you put that man in a jam Mm -hmm. Mm Like this is the one you got. You got women. You got women feeling some 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 type of way, feeling like it's a, a Diddy mo- moment in the wor- in the words of Diddy Diddyness be, 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 and everything. This is a man who de- who was defending his family and mm-hmm. everything. He mm-hmm. saw his wife hurt. You could see the moment where she where she um, was so uncomfortable. She kind of she shifted in her chair. She did and everything she like. Did. Like that, like that hurts for husbands who have women with alopecia or women that go through cancer. You know, you know, you can sing "I am not your hair" all day. Mm-hmm. 
but you do not understand the level of how hair is a representation of us. Mm. You could do so many things with it. Yep. And everything is you can manipulate it and everything else like that. So for her, I understand like you know that 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 level of like not not having not having that. Some people just say, oh, it's just hair. No, for some for, for some people that if you have to, some people like you know I love myself, great I you know great on your self esteem. Mm-hmm. But some people find that one particular thing that they love about themselves, it could be their hair, it could be their. Back. Your battery just died. Her battery just died. <laughs> I, 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 let me say this while you, while you get your battery uh, fixed over there. Uh, let me, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, she on the wireless mic. Y'all just my batteries. But anyway, uh, let me read some comments while you're doing that. Uh, let me go up here. Um, oh, brother, uh, 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 Archbishop R.A. Torres says, Dana, what, uh, what do you say? Oh, I did some, oh he says, uh, peace, Dana. What did Will, what Will did had nothing to do with uh, Chris. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, Angela said I did that. That sister's gorgeous with the bald head. Uh, all right, Tori, you did some fine. Appreciate that. But bless you, man. Bless you, brother Tori. Appreciate that. Paula Campbell says because she said at her red table talk. Oh, talking about the alopecia thing. Okay. Um, Angela said, but they brought the household crap to the Oscars. I love Will. Okay. Uh, she says Angela says she agrees with you entirely. Uh, someone could have got shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Tori says Will been going through a lot. With his wife and entanglements, etc. True. Uh, Felicia said, "Praise Lord, saints." Uh, and said, "That's what that was about. That red table talk crap. That's where the slap came from." Um, Felicia Brown said, "It wasn't a fight. It was an insult or an or an assault. Uh, an insult or an assault." Uh, he's a comedian. You back on? I'm back on. Okay. She said, "He's a comedian, uh, not a therapist, and he did a documentary about hair." True. All right, Tori said, Dan, that was a season changer thing. <laughs> okay. Andrew Johnson said, the time you tell the truth, uh, Chris could have said anything. Uh, Will wanted to do that. Go ahead and finish your thought before you got cut off. Um, where you were. All right. You know, you know, before the show aired, I thought about what one of my friends said. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, she always said, if I ever found myself in a situation mm-hmm. where – like, you know, where I want to throw throw hands mm-hmm. or lay hands and everything. She says, get up and walk away. Yeah. And that would have been thing that he could have done. Like somebody said, you could have canceled him in that moment. Yeah. You, you, yeah. The cancel, the cancel culture could have just really, could have really, you, you know, once the cancel culture comes in, it's a wrap. Yeah. Now we, now we divided like, now we divided like, uh. Dem- like like we got four democratic parties <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's and it's and it's sad and, and it's sad and it's sad like and the people that came to his defense and mm-hmm. everything like mm-hmm. you know they didn't say anything but the, you know denzel washington tyler perry the only white person bradley cooper to you know to come and like you know that that man is hurting mm-hmm. like you know but but it all boils down to Jada. You put that man in a jam and everything. And anybody that puts you in a jam and everything like that, that you, that you, you got, you got me out here looking strange. Mm. I'm going to have to look at you. The, I'm going to have to look at you in a whole different way. <sighs> all right. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me, 
Let me read you Chris Rock's statement. Oh, he finally talked. Chris, I, I'm assuming I'm, I'm I'm going to assume this is the statement. Let me let me make sure. Let me let me let me fact check this real quick uh, to make sure. This oh, and is Will Smith legit. just apologized. Yeah, I, that's what he said. He's waiting for him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me make sure this is uh, this is legit. Uh, yep, yep. Chris Rock is uh Okay, so here we go. Uh, Chris Rock's statement says this, as a comedian, it can be difficult to understand which lines are to be crossed and which ones aren't. He says, last night I crossed the line that I shouldn't have and paid the enormous price of my reputation as a renowned comedian. Comedy is never about poking fun at or making light of people with major ordeals happening in their lives. Comedy is about using real-life circumstances to create laughter and bring light to an otherwise dark world. With that said, I sincerely apologize to my friends, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith and the rest of the Smith family for the disrespect and disregard I displayed, which was unfortunately broadcast for the world to see. I hope that with time, forgiveness can come of this situation and we all can be better, more considerate people in the end. Chris Rock. Uh, that's Chris. That's Chris Rock's statement. Uh, Will Smith has apologized. Uh, uh, he says violence in all forms uh, is a poisonous, is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's academy was unacceptable and excusable. Jokes at my expense are part of my job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed that my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in the world of love, in the world of love and kindness. He says, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producer of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for us all. I am a work in progress that was posted uh on will smith's uh instagram page let me see yes about an hour ago ago, right right came right after uh chris rock's posting about an hour ago so there you go there you go and and, Uh, and now and now all of black america in the world can come back together tap it tap it around Let's um move on. That ain't your business. How about that? So let me, let, let me. Okay, so I I I I I, I felt some kind of way because here's my thought. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. Uh, Felicia, I am a hundred percent with you. You apologize as your mama say. I'm gonna get you where you act a fool at. You apologize on where you were acting a fool. Now. If I'm now, now now he can't go back on on national TV and do nothing. Now can he hold a press conference? Yes, he should have. Don't, screw the screw the, the the you 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 put out this thing on your social media joint and don't get me wrong. He got sixty one point three million followers. Everybody named I'm on this page right now. He got sixty one point. That's about how many people was watching the Oscars last night. So he, yeah, about fifty one. Okay, well he got sixty one yeah. million people following him. Yeah. So he got, I, 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 but I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Felicia. You got to come back 
it's got to be your, the, the apology has to be bigger than the mistake. Let me go further. Let me go further. I've watched this thing. We watched it last night sitting on the couch. And and actually, we weren't watching it. She saw the... the, the it came as breaking she news. She saw the social media break news on her phone and then stole me, told me, and we turned off... Uh, what were we watching? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. We were trying to watch Bridgerton. And we stopped Bridgerton to see what the, was going on. Let's fast forward. I watched it. I thought it was fake. First, I didn't think he actually slapped him. It was hard to see. Then they showed it a couple times. Then when I heard the, the, the Australian and the Japanese uncut version, I was like, ooh, this is not good. Then when I saw the reaction from Will and Jada in the middle of the joke, I was like, okay. Will thought it was somewhat funny. Jada did not. Let me stop. Uh, let me say this. I am a fierce defender of the, the 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 people in my life. Let me let me be let me be very clear about that. Uh, I always have been. I am a, a a a son who was raised by a single mother and a a uh, and, and my great grandmother. So I'm always going to be protective of them. I joke about uh, having ex wife number one and ex wife number two. I joke about it all the time. I th- I joke about it all the time. Um, but here is the deal. When you with me, you with me. We can argue like cats and dogs and all that, but ain't nobody else going to do it. <laughs> ain't nobody else going to do it. Everything will get shut down. Let me say this. So I, 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 I understand that side of it, but I also, because of what I do and because of where I am, it's easy to say what you would and wouldn't do in that moment, and I don't know. It's easy to say, I applaud Chris Rock for standing there and continuing to do what he needs to do because he could have reacted like we react. And then the Oscars would have been a whole nother kind of show. It would have went from the Oscars to the BET Awards. You got it wrong. The Source Awards. That's right. Right. It it could have easily went from the, the, the Oscars to the Source Awards real quick, easily. Like, like, just like that. I applaud Chris Rock for, for doing what he's doing. But then I started, y'all know me, I, I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy theory person. I'm really not. Y'all know me because I, you know, with these folks talking about 5G this and 4G that and 7G and you're going to catch this from watching 4K and you can't get an 8K TV because your pinky toe going to swell up. You know, it, it's all kind of stuff. The vaccine going to make your eye jitter and your, your your left booty cheek won't itch no more. I mean, all kind of stuff okay, from the, you know, I, I don't do the, the, the conspiracy theory stuff. I don't. But I, I started doing some stuff. Did y'all know? Did y'all know? Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me get this for y'all real quick. Did y'all know that Chris Tucker and Kevin Hart? Rock. I'm sorry. Chris Rock. Thank you. Chris Rock and Kevin Hart are going on tour in June. Now, Kevin Hart sells out everywhere he goes. Chris Rock probably got more HBO specials than anybody. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know. Ari Torrey said Chris Rock would have acted like the CTA guy. I know that's right. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. I just find it interesting. I find it somewhat interesting 
that this is happening. Because let me ask a question. Y'all really think Kevin Hart and Chris, Chris Rock, I won't stop calling the man Tucker, Chris Rock are about to go on tour, and you don't think this is going to come up in his stand-up? You really think this is going to just get pushed to the side? Even if he ain't going to say it, you don't think the next comedian? Is this not fair ground for all comedians at this point? You don't think Saturday Night Live, Saturday, is going to do this? You think they're going to skip it? I mean, really? You think they're going to skip it? Because not to joke about Jada, but the, but the, the after effect. Let me go further. I, I, let, me, let me say this about the, uh, uh, the thing. Let's talk about the moment and the stage. I learned about the moment and the stage. Now, I'm nowhere near where them people are, right? But the moment and the stage that we have, the platforms that they have, rather, are precious. Because you only, they, 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 we have to be three, four times better than the other people that are already on the platform. The people that the red carpet is laid out for on those platforms. Let me say this, Will Smith. Will Smith could have, should have handled that differently. I know you said, man, he insulted his wife, blah, blah, blah. You laughed at the joke, sir. Watch the video. Watch the video. He laughed at the joke. And when he turned and looked at Jada not laughing, it's when it became a problem. But you laughed at the joke. But you could have caught Chris Rock at the party <laughs> when, it was, when y'all was getting ready to leave. Y'all was all going to the variety party afterwards. You could have caught him at the party. You could have had Joe Rep call his rep and say, hey, man, let's, 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 let's have a conversation. Because for, for the, the, what was the hashtag, Oscars too white? Mm-hmm. That was a hashtag for the last three, four years. Oscar too white. What y'all think is going to be next year? Oscars back white. <laughs> Make the Oscars white again. again. That's going to be the post. Make the Oscars white again. Hashtag make the Oscars white again. Because y'all got out there and just decided y'all was going to show y'all natural black behind. It's defend your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Denzel gave up, you know, and it was after the, it was after the moment. He said, he said, he said, don't, don't, he said, the devil will get you at your highest moment. And it's a lesson. He will show up. And and it's a lesson for all of us about how not to react. Samara said they just started inviting us. Yeah, but it's 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 a lesson for you. It, this this is a teachable moment for your children. It's a teachable moment for your children because you know it's like this is what because it's not gonna really cost Will. Now the Academy is talking about some possible punishment. They can't really take the Oscar back because he won it fair and square. Take membership off. You 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 can you can you know suspend them from the academy for a while, meaning that whatever he does, he won't get you know no recognition for. Because if he already signed contract, that money in his bank, he gonna make whatever movie he under contract for already. At the same time, though, we got enough black on black crime. I'm gonna say it again. 
We got enough black-on-black crime. We don't need to see this. Now, it, now there is a reality here, and now let me say this. If it was real, because I'm still suspect. I'm going to tell you, I'm still suspect. I'm still suspect. I'm still suspect. Bless you. I'm still suspect. Because when y'all go back and look at it, did it look like Chris leaned in preparing himself to brace himself for the hit? Oh, and Will did kind of walk up nonchalantly. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I think well, I mean, they didn't hear me. I think I think you know when he leaned in. I think he's like you know like like you know that hey bro, watch your tone. Like you know right. You, you got to meet people where they're like you know and and I literally think at first I thought it was fake. Yeah. But, and, and everything, but right. He that that lean in was he thought he said a whisper something in his 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 ear and everything. <laughs> That's the person say I hope we ain't gonna stay on this all night. Let's talk about that singing preacher on yesterday. <laughs> oh, you talking about the one that led praise and worship? That's <laughs> and, and and that was your takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't gonna talk about this all night. No, no, we just go. <laughs> But I, I, I am. It's, it's unfortunate. I have always enjoyed Will Smith. I've always enjoyed Chris Rock, uh, and and I, I'm, I'm glad that the apologies are out. But Felicia, I am with you 100. Uh, percent I'm gonna need to. You need to. You need to be in front of a camera. Uh, I don't know. Go live on your Instagram account. But you got 63 million followers. <laughs> Do something. Uh, go live somewhere. And and uh, I, I'm suspect about it too. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and here's the deal. What I have seen from a lot of people, and Dr. Dr. Charles Brown put this up on his Facebook page earlier. Dr. Brown, let me grab your statement real quick. And also, did you read Reggie Rose? I read Reggie Rose as well. Let me know, grab it. Yeah. Right. Let, me, let, me, let me get these two statements, and then we'll get to it. Dr. Brown put this up earlier. Dr. Brown is a, is a therapist, a uh, uh, psychologist. He says this, displace, he said, what is displacement psychology? Displacement psychology. This is what he says. He says displacement is a psychological defense mechanism in which negative feelings are transferred from the original source of the emotion to a less threatening person or object. The negative emotions elicited toward the source of the feelings are instead redirected toward a more powerless substitute. This target may take the form of a person or even an object. This defense allows the individual to act out their emotions in a way that reduces the chance of negative repercussions. Jada, you put him in a jam. This is all you. See, see uh, uh, there a person said the same thing. He said, Will, you laughed at the joke, bro. He did. He did. He did. He did. Uh, it's when, I mean, like, you know, even if. You know, that, that's us. Like you know, it, when we find something funny, you know, like hey, that's like that, that's not a that's not a laughing moment. Yeah. And everything, he he turned it off. I yeah. mean, he he turned he turned it off. He, obviously, he saw that hurt and everything. Uh, what's his name? Jay Z said said it well. When he's like you know, it's nothing. Um, when you see the hurt, mm-hmm. even when. Even when it's inflicted by you yeah. or someone else yeah. on your spouse's face. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that, that's a different kind of feeling. Right. That's a he, different kind he, of feeling. He saw it. 
Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Whether, whether it, you caused it, it or somebody else caused it, it's right. a different kind of feeling. No, like, you know, like you said, despite, like, you know, like, you know, whatever we do, right. like, you know, whatever we do, that, that that's us. But right. at the end of the day, this is what you can't do. Right. That's what you ain't going to do. Right. Right. Uh, Reggie Royal, Pastor Reggie Royal from Lifeline Church said, <laughs> this is what he said last night right <laughs> after it was over with. He got two comments. Last night he said, <laughs> Pastor Reggie Royal, he says, don't call. <laughs> Come get me. He says, grateful for the men in my life that choose not to cancel me, but will also not defend or endorse or excuse my sometimes sinful, messy, and complex humanity. We all need such people. They cover us, correct us, journey with us through the consequences of our bad uh, decisions and demonstrate agape and grace. But then he also said these words. He says, it's all jokes and laughs and memes until it's your dysfunction on display. Be thou careful. Mm. Um. Pastor Clarence Thors from Mars Hill uh, said this. He says, I don't care who you are. You're not going to slap me on live TV and mouth off. I'll stomp you on national TV and do your funeral for free. Pastor Clarence. That's it. That's East Thors, Pastor and, Clarence East Thors and, Jr. And that's the post. Uh, let me put hey, uh, Pastor Person. He's the alpha man. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, I am. I'm. I'm. But you know what though? Unchecked. Read, read Leonetta's. Oh yeah, unchecked trauma will cause you to do some things though. Let me see Leonetta done. I got to put it over here because my eyes bad. Let me see. It says it hurts when a comment or a joke is made to a woman about her appearance, whether it be her hair, her weight, her educational status, pigmentation, etc. This may have been allowed by God to magnify the insensitivity of the way people speak kindness is always the high road obedience to god's word is always in order be kind to one another forgiving one another that does for both will and chris that goes for both will and chris as well as all african americans even when you don't have time to think before you react keep the spirit of god and the spirit will make you behave accordingly uh uh, a pastor person says so does that mean he wouldn't have went on stage if Dwayne and Rock Johnson had told a joke? I promise you. Let me say it. Let me say it for the well, rest. We're not going to do the what if with Marvel series. The what if? No, we and ain't. But, but but you know, Chris Rock is a is a different kind of dude. He's a different kind of dude. Hey, but you, like Charles Brown said, this is this is it was displaced and everything. You need. I check, really want to play the Shannon check, Sharp comments, but I can't. Check your, like you, as you say, check your circle. Check yeah. your wife. Abs- yeah. Yeah. I really want to play the Shannon Sharp comments, but I can't play it on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where can I find them? You can just, go, just, just look up the Shannon Sharp comments from today on Undisputed. Because Shannon Sharp said there would have been nobody in the whole theater that could have held him back. Nobody. Nobody. Uh... Uh, Samara, like no other girl, if you don't do something about this, to 22,000 names. She said it all went, it all went too far once he walked on the stage. What was he going to do? Yell at him? He could have did that. Now that, that was my thought after the fact. Why didn't you just stand up, just stand up where you were and tell him exactly what you said? You could have said, keep my wife's name out your door from back there in your seat. And it would have been, people would have knew you were serious. And br- trust me, bro would have changed the joke. Now, maybe he would have kept joking because he didn't know if, if, if Will was was being funny or not. Because Will is a semi-comedian, too. But they said also. Come on. 
even in rehearsals, y'all thought this was good. Did they do that joke in rehearsal? Like, I would love to hear was from it, the from the host, because like I'm I'm pretty sure during dress rehearsals and everything else, unless you just work on did, did Chris Rock work, do that? Ad, did he ad lib that joke? Right, right. You know, like you know, and I might have gotten it wrong, so don't nobody start jumping on me because I jump back and everything. They, um, <laughs> like, you know, about I know, not violence over right? Here, I know, but, about not being but I, I, I just said I jumped back. That's uh, it. Yeah. I ain't say what I do after that. She, she and crazy. Uh-huh. go ahead. Uh, they may have just had rehearsals with all three hosts and mm-hmm. not any other presenters. Yeah, because people... It, and everything else like that. Because so, you really don't have to rehearse right. with them because they've been presenters before. He's been a host. Yeah. All you got to do is walk out on the stage, find your spot on the floor where they got the little piece of tape, walk up to the microphone, do your part instead of that. But I'm not trying to displace any blame. Like, hey, Oscars, this is y'all fault. No. And everything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. never trying to do that no. and everything else like no. that. So. No. So it, 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 it's all good. Ella Gray said, uh, at first I thought it was planned. I do believe it looked bad that it was the whites labeled us already could have waited. Yeah, Ella Gray. I, I, that's my whole thing. Y'all done messed up in front of the co- Y'all know the next year's Oscars Academy what, what, Awards. What he say, Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins, what did he say? Anthony, Anthony Hopkins like looked, at, looked, looked dead, he looked looked dead in that camera <laughs> and, looked, and literally looked down on us like, didn't he say like calm down now? He's like, like let's, almost. Let's, let's let's have peace. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But next year, let me tell y'all right now, it's gonna be country western. It's gonna be opera. It's gonna be um uh they gonna they bring it back Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> it's gonna be Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. They gonna dig Robin Robin Williams up. They gonna. <laughs> I know. Pray for me. They going back. Steve Martin coming back. Uh. What's my man name? And this is what's so bad about it. Uh, but you know, uh, Felicia, okay, Felicia said, why was he joking about her anyway? She wasn't getting an award. But you know, when they up there, they, they get everybody in the audience. Well, no, the reason why he joked about her and everything is because she's been on TikTok. Uh-huh. And of course, you know, the hair thing was from Red Table Talk. Okay. I mean, you, and everything. But the whole, the, the whole thing about, like, you know, everyone... Because she did what she did and everything, everybody has put her on this gangster pedestal for cheating on cheating on her husband and everything, and has been part of a of a TikTok uh, duo and everything, and so it it was just really just distasteful. Period. Time out, Felicia. Felicia, it's too early for you to be on timeout already. What she do? Look at her comment. I'm done. Okay, wait a minute. I can't. I can't. You gonna be you you already you <laughs> going on right now. Uh, oh my God! Anyway, anyway, I'm 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 done with it. I'm glad that they both that that there's been some 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 um some some communication there. I'm sure they probably had a real conversation. I'm hoping they had a real conversation at some point today. Um, and and this apology was issued. Uh, Will issued his apology. Um, and 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 here we are. We're back. So. It is what it is. It's the Oscar moment, uh, and you know what? We're not gonna be invited back to the um, to the to the picnic, <laughs> not to the barbecue. <laughs> We're not directing, producing. Yeah, and, and that's what's sad. Will Packard, a black producer, all black production staff, put this thing together. And from what I heard prior to the incident, the show was great. Now this year, comment they talked about the uh, the COVID jokes. 
I heard the COVID jokes weren't all that great either with Regina uh, Hall and her filling up um, uh, what you call his ex-husband, soon to be ex-husband, Who's Aquaman. That? Oh, Jason. Yeah, they said she filled him up like she was she was up there oh. frisking everybody, and they said she took some exceptions with Jason oh. Moore talking about whoo, yeah. So I, I don't know. See, you don't want to be that, that. That to me, I know y'all trying to be funny, but you can't say. I know I'm I'm trying not to get in trouble. I'm going to say it anyway. You can't say me too and then be patting down and rubbing on on five single men on stage. You can't be doing your best, Johnny Gill. Yeah, you can't right rub. You can't be rubbing the right way or the wrong way. You can't holler. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to hard to holler me too and you rubbing on these single dudes on stage. I know it was for a joke, but the optics, it's all, sometimes it's all about the optics. I feel bad for Will Packard because this brother put his all into this thing, and it looked amazing. I didn't see the opening of, uh, 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 I didn't see the opening of it, but apparently, you know, I don't want no problem from the, from the Beyonce people. Apparently, the Beyonce opening was amazing uh, that they shot from, uh, uh, from Compton, from the actual tennis courts that Venus and Serena grew up on. So I saw the little replay of that, amazing, all that good stuff. So we're going to keep them, man. Look, we're hoping it's all good. Uh, y'all pray for Will and for the Smiths and for the Rock family uh, and all that. Uh, but I'm going to tell you like this. I saw somebody put a post up last night. They said, had that been in the Baptist church, uh, Will would have never made it up to the pulpit. <laughs> and I'm going to just say this right now real quick. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> Don't even come walking towards me. <laughs> I told him, remember, remember when that preacher, remember when that preacher, uh, it was like, remember a couple years back, there was a, a pre- one preacher got shot at a revival, and then the other preacher, the other guy walked up to the preacher while he was praying, and the man came up acting like he was finna hug him, and then he stole on dude like three times real quick, and then that most recent video where the preacher is preaching, and the guy on the front row, and the guy walk around and get him, and the preacher started hollering, Marcus, Marcus. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Let me tell y'all something right now. <laughs> and just say everybody in my church packing. Look here. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Don't look. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. You better, better be a sniper. Be at a distance. All I got to Because don't come walking. Okay. We do not condone violence in the church. Hey, we don't condone violence. But look here. I ain't quite. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got the uh, turn the other cheek. I ain't there. I don't have it. It ain't in me. Not not physically. I can forgive you for saying some stuff, but laying hands is a different type of conversation. <laughs> That's a different type of conversation. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We're going to take a real quick break. Thank you so much again. And y'all stay for church. Right, yeah, right. Y'all, like, all these folks came in here for the gossip. They want to talk about... <laughs> Right. Y'all gonna stay here for this article. The two look, yeah, five, it's six, only five. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, four. It's, it's, it's a lot of y'all on here. Don't be trying to disappear now because we through talking about the slap her around the world. Anyway, y'all look, we're gonna take a quick break. And when I mean quick, I mean real quick. We're gonna take a real quick break. When we come back, we're gonna jump right into uh our conversation. But in the meantime, let me give y'all a little bit more of this brand new joint from Minister Shannon T. Lowe and the Lowe family. The song is simply called you said, you said. Be right back, y'all, in about, I'll give y'all a minute of it, but we're going to come right back so we can get out of here. Peace. Come on, play that song. Where's that? I don't hear nothing. It ain't playing. Why well, it ain't playing? There it is. 
and the ranked adjunct professor of theology and culture at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary, where he also serves as their fourth president. His newest book, Christianity for People Who Aren't Christians, Uncommon Answers to Common Questions, is now available on Amazon or at your favorite bookseller. Uh, you can also join his blog, uh, free subscription to churchandculture.org, where you can view past blogs in his archives and blah, 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 blah. You can also follow him on uh, Facebook and or uh, Instagram. So you can check him out there. Let's jump into uh, uh, the conversation. The writer says this, one of, oh, let me switch that out there. Yep, there we go. The writer says this, one of the benefits, one of the benefits of doing a fair amount of traveling and speaking is that you gain a sense of what plagues churches that aren't experiencing the growth or ministry effectiveness they long for. Whether hallway conversations, questions and answer sessions, or dialogue with leaders and their teams over a meal, big things become pretty clear. For example, it's clear to me that one of the most prevalent afflictions might be termed a church's culture of complacency. Complacency in the church is a plague. Oh, Lord. A complacency in the church has to do with self-satisfaction, a sense of contentment regarding the state of things. And it all starts with complacency in a leader. Now, most leaders would say, I am anything but complacent. I know that's the problem with complacency in the church. No one thinks. They are complacent. Can I say this now? Let me let me say this again. Um, uh, I I, just, I remember using this word complacent a long, long time ago, and I know there was people who know me. They got tired of hearing the words from me. They got tired of hearing about complacency and mediocrity. I think I wore the words complacency and mediocrity out for about two and a half years. I mean, I was nonstop talking about complacency. And mediocrity. If you was listening to this show two and a half years ago, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, longer ago, this longer than that, because all that was taking place at the old studio. So if you listen to this show five years ago, you 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 heard the words mediocre and complacency, oh, and stagnant, all of those things, all the time. Anyway, so let's jump into this. Five signs of complacency in the church. Y'all ready for this? Here we go. Number one says far too easily satisfied. You're far too easily satisfied. The writer says this. He says, when you are complacent, you are easily satisfied with incremental growth and minor achievements. Such things can be heralded as big wins and seen as an affirmation of effectiveness, but it rings hollow when they are marginal at best. If your big win of the year was a new carpet in the vestibule, then your big win was carpet. Sorry. But that's not much of a kingdom heal. Can we talk for a moment? I know we like to celebrate things in the church. Um, I know we like to celebrate achievements. Uh, Ricky, the, 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 the late Ricky Guyton, one of my mentors, uh, who passed away last year? Or was it this year? Was it before Christmas? I can't remember now. It's, man, that's I show you how bad my mind is. But Ricky Guyton passed away. But one of the things Ricky Guyton told me, he says he does not celebrate um, anniversaries. And I was like, wow, because it was somebody's anniversary coming up. We were at the Northwood River District, and we were sitting around this little table, and, they were, and there was a bunch of pastors talking. And anytime I'm around 
you know, uh, pastors sitting around tables. I'm a sponge because, you know, I'm trying to learn. Because this, this is what I learned from being with those guys. I learned what to do, but I most definitely also learned what not to do. So, so he was sitting around and he said, he said, this is what he said to me, and it stuck with me. He says, I don't believe in celebrating. Um, I'm trying to see, did he either say that it was either the church anniversary or his anniversary? It's one of the two. And I was like, you know, inquiring minds want to know. And Danny Jones was sitting at the table with me, Danny Jones. It was me, Danny Jones, uh, uh, Pastor uh, Daniels, uh, Pastor Du, uh, Julian Spencer, Keith Gordon, all these guys. We were all sitting around. And, and uh, so, we, so I said, well, why not? He says, because he says, I celebrate anniversary every five years. And I was like, wow, every five years? He said, yeah. And I said, well, why is that? He said, because, he said, because in five years, I got something that I can report. He says, in five years, I've built up something that I can report. If I had a plan that I put in place that's going to take me a year or two to come to fruition, then I want that thing to be done so I can then turn around and say, five years ago, we started on A, B, C, D, E, E, and F, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? We completed A, B, C, D, E, G, blah, 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 all the way down. And so that stuck with me. I thought about that. I was like, wow. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. Now, I'm not knocking anybody for celebrating anniversary. Do what you do. But it's an interesting thought, you know, because when you talk about growth and you talk about accomplishing things for the kingdom of God, as far as ministry goes, it kind of makes you wonder, like, what's the whole, what are, you, what are you celebrating? Are you celebrating ministry or are you celebrating, like the writer says, you got, you got new carpet on the floor? Now, if you've gone through some major, if your church, your facility is going through major overhauls and you're able to complete a project, then yes, absolutely. That's something that the church should say, hey, we came together to do this thing and we did it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement that way. But I, I agree with the writer. Shanti says, then it's I justify that crap by using Paul's scripture. I've learned to be content. He said content, not complacent. I know that's right. I know that's right. Content, not complacent. So here we go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number two, number two, the second thing, the second thing, five signs of complacency in the church. The second thing, you're quick to make excuses. Ooh, Lord. You're quick to make excuses. The writer says this, when you are complacent, you are quick to offer all kinds of reasons about why you're not growing, why you cannot do anything new, why that wouldn't work, why, you know, you get my point. He says challenges are allowed to become obstacles. Obstacles are allowed to become barriers, and barriers are allowed to become excuses. It is all too easy to hide out behind such excuses as a reason for your acceptance of the status quo. There are so many churches with full of excuses. We can't do this because we ain't got no money. The reason we don't go out and do missionary work is because we ain't got no money. The reason we're not going out doing evangelism work is because we don't have no resources. I'll say this again. It don't cost you nothing to go out and talk to people about, the, about, about, about Jesus. Financially, it don't cost you nothing. And in the, on a larger scale, on a larger scale, and, 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 and Tanya, you remember this, uh, we did outreach 
one time at 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 at, at Kingdom. And I had Lovey. I said, uh, we had all those. Remember we did the outdoor festival? Remember we did the outdoor festival, right? Yep. And, and we ran out to school parking lot across the street. So we had this big old festival. It rained us out. You know, stuff happened. That's the second time we've been rained out. Because we did the summer, summer sexy sizzle spectacular. We got rained on too uh, for a little while. But so, so we did this thing. Um, Hebrew National. I met a guy. The guy who cuts my, who, who does my, I shouldn't say cut my hair, who does my beard. I met a guy through him that worked for uh, whoever the company is that does the Hebrew National Hot Dogs. I can't even think of the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the meat uh, people. He said, man, if you, whatever y'all need, let me know. He donated a thousand hot dogs. <laughs> was it a thousand? I think it was. Yeah, he donated a lot. He donated a thousand hot dogs. He said, all y'all got to do is come pick them up. So he donated, he said, y'all got to get your own book. Was it maybe it was 500. I might have been, a, I, I don't remember. But it was a lot of dogs on hot dogs. So I, it might have been a thousand. But anyway, we got, we got the hot dogs. So anyway, we had this festival. We didn't cook all the food. So we had about another two, 300 hot dogs left. Remember, down in the refrigerator at the church. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, we got to figure out something to do. So I said, hey, let's do this. They were like, oh, we can do, we can take the hot dogs and we can sell them. I'm like, you know what? Y'all always, we, you know, we always selling food. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's not do that with this. So I asked, uh, I asked Reverend Ray. I said, man, look here. I said, Wednesday, that's our Bible study night. I said, how about I get... You know, uh, uh, Lovey said, I'll, I'll grill him, Deacon, Deacon McCurtis, late great, De- late great Deacon Lovey G. McCurtis. Uh, he said, well, let's grill, the, I said, let's grill the hot dogs. Let's get some buns. Let's wrap them up in some foil. Let's get this little wag, we had a little, little, little pull cart. Let's get the, wa- the, the hot dogs and some water, and let's go down to the corner of Central and Lake. So we took the hot dogs down there, and we just stood on the corner, and it was about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, rush hour. People are running to get off the L and to get on the L. And all we did was stand out there and pass our hot dogs and talk to people about Jesus. How much did it cost us? Nothing. Why? We didn't pay for the hot dogs. We bought some buns. Y'all know a pack of buns from Costco, a pack of uh, 12 buns might cost you $2. Didn't cost us nothing. An effort. An effort. You know what happened? People was like, man, what time is y'all Bible study? People came by. Now, I'm not counting to see who joined the church, who didn't, but we were out having some sort of an impact on people. What we found out was they didn't know where our church was. Where your church at? Right there down the street? That church on the corner? That's still open? <laughs> that was a comment. So it also let us know we needed to change some strategies, so, you know, be a little bit more strategic. And that's what it means about <clears throat> not making excuses about not having the resources, not having this, not having that. No, you can use whatever it is you got. Jesus only had two fish and five loaves of bread. Didn't stop him from preaching and teaching. I ain't going to get no help, but that's all right. So, so let's stop making excuses about what we don't have. What do you have? Or can I say it like this? Can I say it like this? What, 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 what did God tell Moses? Use what's in your hand, son. What's in your hand? What's in your hand? What's in your hand? Come on. Come on. Let's, 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 let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three says there's never enough time. There's never enough time. 
the, the, the writer says this. The writer says this. He says, he says, when it comes to complacency in the church, there is the veneer of activity and busyness, but it's seldom strategic. Yet the facade of meaningful activity becomes the means by which to excuse what could and should be done. More often than, more often than not, your 40 or more hours per week are spent doing what you enjoy and what gives you the most strokes, but not necessarily what advances the church most strategically. But since time is being filled, it's easy to dismiss using it in other ways. You tell yourself there simply isn't enough of it. Then you keep spending it the way you always have and being where you've always been, which if you are living in a culture of complacency is perfectly fine. Y'all know this to be true. Y'all know how easy it is to get busy doing church work. I ain't going to get no help. You know how easy it is to get busy doing church work. And you're like, man, I, I was down at that church all day. What did you do? What did you say? Oh, uh, <laughs> I felt like you said, my spirit said, I, I, <laughs> my spirit leaped. I thought you was going to say something. But I was at that church all day. What did you do? What, what did you get accomplished? What did you, what ministry did you sow into? What, what did you, you were at the church for six hours. What, did, what, what strategy did you come up with? But you can find time, now, oh, I got to do this. I need, I need to rearrange this. Let me clean up this. Let me move this. Let me do this. Let me do that. But then what was accomplished? Shaka said, isn't as much about the church as it is about the body of Christ. Absolutely. We, 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 we got we to gotta get out of our own way. And we get busy being busy. Huh. We get busy being busy in the church, in the building. We can talk about any and everything and who who fighting with who, who arguing with who, who doing this, why he ain't doing that, why she ain't doing that. I wish they would do this. And 20 people do. We spend all that time doing that. But what actually gets accomplished for the kingdom of God? Can I help somebody? And please don't nobody hit me with nothing. It ain't personal. But you can come and sit behind a, 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 a sitting behind a desk for seven to eight hours and push some buttons and if God and, and let, tell me what what glory God got out of that I'm not talking about people who who are the administrative people of a church let me be clear let me be clear if you are a church administrator that's your job you do your job but I'm talking about folk that just come down to the church and you say I'm going down to the church and you go down there and you're down there for seven to eight hours what did you do for the king what did you do what did you accomplish It's like if I came down here when we were in, uh, 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 um, uh, what is it, distance learning, and I came down here and I said, I'm going to go to the church today, and I'm gonna, but I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio in here. I'm, I'm doing school. I ain't doing nothing for church. I'm, so I'm down there for six hours doing school, sitting right here where I'm talking to y'all at right here with a different camera. <laughs> I'm doing school. I ain't did nothing for God. And then when I get done, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Tired of the church. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And you know, nothing, nothing, but I did nothing. But again, it's about 
the time. What are you doing to maximize your time when you set time aside for kingdom work? Church work versus work of the church is two separate entities. And if you spend all of your time doing church work, well, you know, I got to go down to the church to make sure this got done. I got to go down to the church to make sure that got done. But, okay, that's great. Did you go down to the church and, 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 and make sure that we had enough cards to pass out to the people? Tiny, that reminds me. Some cards I asked you for. You got to talk about that. I just thought about it. You know how my mind works. You know my brain. Okay. I th- you don't have to say stuff when it comes to my brain because okay. otherwise I ain't, I'm a, you, know, okay. you know, I got something like Tourette. Uh, Samara says, busy doing nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So stop, stop wasting time. Stop wasting time. All right. Uh-oh. Here's a big one, y'all. Number four. Number four says, again, uh, five dangerous signs of complacency in the church. The fourth thing says, no longer teachable. Mm. No longer teachable. The writer says this. Another sign of complacency in the church is when you resist being pushed or challenged. Oh, that's huge. Another sign of, the, of, uh, of complacency in the church is when you resist being pushed or challenged. The writer says, in fact, you denounce such pushes or challenges usually in the name of some superior-sounding reason tied to trivial theology or denominational distinctive. Even worse is uh, when you reject new ideas based on your supposed experience or knowledge as a seasoned leader. Translation, pride. Oh, my God. He says, I'm not saying you don't go to conferences or read books. You could be a book conference junkie. This is just thinking about, uh, this is about openness to rethinking where you are and how you've done things. And even more, once you get a viable new approach or idea, having the tenacity to try it. Too often there seems to be an undertone implying that trying something new is an admission of being wrong in the past. So you don't implement anything substantively new and cling to the old ways to protect your ego. Let me read this comment before I jump into it. Leonetta says, we're all guilty of having lost control at some point in life. It's just sad that it had to be able to, oh, she's talking about, okay, she on that. Thank you. Got you, Miss Miss Dunn. Appreciate you. Let me say this. You can't, um, when you get to a place where you're no longer teachable, then you can't be used. I don't mean no harm. When you get to a place where you are no longer teachable, you cannot be used. And once you no longer can be used, and you have lifted yourself onto a pedestal, that you can no longer be taught, you go from being a encourager to being a hinderer. You go, you go from being a helper to a stumbling block. You, you, because now, because you say, because you've plateaued at, I, you can't nobody tell me nothing. Once you get to that part, Once you get to that part, <clears throat> then, 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 then you can't serve in the church. If the pastor can't tell you nothing, if the, 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 the Sunday school teachers and the Bible study teachers can't teach you nothing, 
because you 75 years old and you've been in church longer than he's been alive or she's been alive, <clears throat> if they can no longer tell you nothing, then it might be time for you to, I'm going to say it nicely, <laughs> it might be time for you to find someplace else. Or maybe the also Come on. Come people on. who, like, are you slow auditioning to be a pastor? <laughs> like, oh, you're talking about the ones who, who gave me talk? Right. Like, you know, they, like, you 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 look around and be like, so, like, you know, when when did you become senior pastor? Well, you, you, know, you know, that's how that be. People take on the title without actually being called, being called or elected. Um, there, there is a, there is a sense of, and, and the writer was absolutely right, pride. It's about pride. You don't want to be seen as wrong, so you just don't even, you don't, you don't even listen. Uh, Samara, so, Samara says, what's good in having a clean church without, with, with not souls to sit in the seats? I know that's right. I know that's right. Uh, we have a bunch of horseshacks in the church. Ooh, me, 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 pick me. Ooh, Lord, that's big. That's huge. That's huge. We cannot let pride get in the way. I, you know what it is? There is this, there is this sense of, uh, especially for seminary preachers. Let me be clear. Let me be, let me be clear. <clears throat> There's different kinds of preachers. You have, and I, I don't question nobody's anointing. Let me be clear. I don't question nobody's anointing. If you say you've been called, that's between you and God. I, I'm not, I don't question it, but, you know, fruit is fruit. It will, you know, be a fruit inspector. Fruit, fruit, <laughs> fruit is fruit, right? And I say that to say there are seminary, there are preachers, preachers, old school, you know, they just read the Bible and they do what their granddaddy did and what their daddy did and what their great uncle did. And they just come from a line of preachers, but they choose not maybe to necessarily go through seminary. Okay, cool. I ain't knocking them because there's probably a lot of preachers out there right now who, who know the Bible backwards and forwards who know how to put the Bible in context, can do all that, and ain't went to nobody's seminary. So I'm not knocking nobody. Let me be clear. I'm not being bougie. I'm not trying to throw nothing in nobody's face. I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm doing. But then there are seminary preachers. Seminary is kind of when you go to school and you, when, you, know, when you get a degree, and I don't care whether, it's, uh, whether you went to regular school, seminary, whatever it is. Once you get that piece of paper, you feel like you know some stuff, right? You feel like you know some stuff. One of the things about seminary, and I had to learn this myself, is when I first came out of seminary the first time, when I got my master's degree the first time, I had all of this information, and, and, and uh, for lack of better words, I was using it the wrong way because I found myself instantly saying, oh, no, that ain't right. <laughs> oh, you, dude, that ain't right. That ain't even the Bible. <laughs> That ain't right either. Oh, that definitely ain't right. Oh, that ain't right either. And, and, and so you find yourself being more of an, uh, of, of, of an attack person than you are using what you learned for the betterment of the kingdom. So now you're going around telling everybody who's been preaching for 25 and 30 years that they, that they don't know what they're talking about. Or now, and now you're pointing out all these denominational uh, traditions that aren't necessarily from a biblical perspective, and you're putting yourself at odds with people that you're supposed to be helping. 
right? So we have to be careful. We have to be careful when we put ourselves, uh, when we lift ourselves up too high based off of our education. Because what I learned, what I learned getting my, 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 my master's degree was completely different than what I learned getting my doctoral degree. Right? Because, because the, the levels were different. I had a different understanding when I went back. And for those of y'all who know the story, y'all know I had no intention on going back. <laughs> Somebody had to pay for it and offered it to me for a free 99. I wouldn't have went back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, but it was, it was, it was, it, you, 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 you learn differently. So then my approach changed because then you have to meet people, you know, we, it, it, it sounds cliche, but you have to meet people where they are instead of coming from here and saying, I need you to come up here where I am. No, I need to meet you where you are. And then we can walk up there together. Uh, don't miss that. Meet you where you are. And then we can walk up there together. That's the, that's the deal. That's the deal. That's the deal. That's the deal. All right. Last one. Last one. Number five. Number five. Uh, five dangerous signs of complacency in the church. Number five says this. The final mark of complacency. The final mark of complacency is what? Content with early success. Oh, Lord. Content with early success. The writer says this. The final mark of complacency is when you have had a measure of success and it's proving to be enough. Perhaps you were a church plant and you finally break that 200-member barrier. Or you buy land. Or you build a building. Or maybe it's when you finally go multi-staff, multi-service, or multi-site. He says you can reach a certain level of success that pretty much fleshes out your initial vision. What then? More may be on the line than you've realized. You stop dreaming, which means you stop pushing. He says, a year or so ago, I remember watching ESPN at the gym where I work out, and there was an interview with Mike Strzeski, Mike uh, who was once again going to coach the men's uh, Olympic basketball team. Uh, he was asked a lot of different questions, but the one that stood out to me was about LeBron James finally winning his first championship with Miami and, he, and, and how he might compare to Michael Jordan. Coach K said, and rightly so, there was no comparing anyone to Michael. But then he said that's the real he said that the real question is how finally winning a championship would affect LeBron. He says would it quell a fire or light a bonfire? Someone like James has craved the title for so long now that he had it, would he hunger for more or be satisfied and stop trying as hard as he did before? Would it be a catalyst or would it be or would it make him coast? Far too many let the fires die. Let's talk about that. You accomplish a goal, right? Like, I, I'll give you this and I'll give you this one. So, so everybody that is bold with me for the last, I've been bowling now in the league, I think six or seven years. Everyone who has bowled with me knows the story. They know what my plan is. And, and, I, and I, I, I feel really, pretty, really serious about it. <laughs> but they know what my plan is. Tanya know the plan, right? Yep. Tanya, what's the plan? If you bowl a 300. A perfect game. A perfect game. You uh, gone. I'm quitting. That moment. Never to bowl in the league again. Not in the league. I might bowl for fun, but never in the league again. I am. What am I going to do, Ty? 
You leaving everything? Yeah. I'm leaving the balls and everything. And the balls, the bag, bag, glove, powder. Everything. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna be like Jordan on the last shot. Now, the difference between my statement and the people I bowl with, there's this guy we bowl with who actually knows Evan. <laughs> his name, but his, his bowling name is Magic. Uh, but he knows Evan here. Uh, he's a firefight, retired firefighter. Uh, uh, he has, I believe, the last time they made an announcement, <laughs> did they say his 35th or 36th 300th game? Which to me is just mind boggling. Like my mind my mind doesn't even wrap around the fact that one human being has bowled over thirty five three hundred games. That just doesn't even register in my little brain. It just doesn't my, my brain won't allow me to understand that. But again, his fire has not gone out. Every time he steps on the lane, that's what his goal is. And so for us in the church, every time we reach a new, uh, we, 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 we complete a, a, a mission, you cannot allow, allow the fire to go out. Right? Think about, think about it like this. Moses crossed the Red Sea was an amazing accomplishment. And they could have just chilled out right there. Like, look, man, look, the army drowned in the Red Sea. We good over here. Let's go. Think about it like this. They could have tried to go back. I don't know how they're going to get back over there, but they could have tried to go back. If the army was gone, they could have went back to Egypt and took over. But 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 they, they, instead, they kept on pushing toward the next goal because the goal was still the promised land. The goal. So you cannot stop because you reach a certain level. There should always be a thirst for greater. For the next chapter, for the next page, for the next season, there should always be a thirst to get there. Let me read what the writer said. He says, okay, confession time. He says, over 30 years of ministry, he says, I've had seasons of complacency. He says, I wrote easily of these five marks because I've manifested all five marks. He says, but each and every time, if and when the complacency was broken, it was for one reason, realizing it. He says, so have you been a bit complacent of late? Maybe now you know, and that's a good thing. So this is an opportunity. These type of articles are a chance for you, your leadership team, or whoever you may be, whatever church you go to, whatever you might do. These, these types of articles are there to push you to take another look at what you do. One of the things I appreciate uh, 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 about my better half sitting over there is that she's always looking for the next best thing uh, when it comes to the visual uh, aids and stuff that she does uh, for this show and for on Sundays. She's always checking. She's like, she lives in that dang on iPad. I actually get sick of seeing the dang on iPad. That's just something I thought I would say. Oh, wow. uh, okay. but, she, <laughs> but she lives in that iPad because she's always trying something, always something new. Like, like you know, and, and see, on Sunday, like, I get to see some of the stuff she does in here on Wednesday, on, on, the, on the show, but Sunday stuff, I don't see any of it until I go home later and watch it, right? So, so and I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. That's new. That's different. But she's always looking for the next best because she's always pushing herself to learn. And let, let me be clear, this ain't what Tanya do. 
She don't do no video and all this. This is something that she did out of necessity, but said, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to take it as far as I can take it. Right now we got all this next level. We finna take it to in the church and she got to learn from scratch and we going to learn from scratch. But guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get out the way and let her do what she do. I need to learn it too. And we probably need to teach somebody else too, but do what you do. Do what you do, right? Because you're pushing yourself for the next level. Because guess what? If we said we want to we reach the nations, when we show up, we want to show up at our best. If we're talking about reaching the nations, we want to reach them, but we want to give them the best of what we have when we show up. If I call you and tell you I'm in jail, ain't no sense you showing up if you ain't got the bail money. No, that's right. If I call you and tell you I'm I'm in trouble and I tell you where I am and you show up, but then you leave and I'm still there, ain't no sense of you showing up. Show up with your best. We t- I tell the kids every day, best effort. All I ask you for is your best effort. When you leave this classroom and you're walking down the hallway, you represent your family and you represent this crew. When you walk out of my classroom, when you're making your way to the next class, you represent your family and you represent this crew. Please give us your best effort. Please say, I ain't showing up. I'll pray for you. And that's all right, too. And you can pray for me where you at. But don't come showing up just so you can see what happened. <laughs> don't let me go down here so I can see what happened. No, no, you show up. Don't let me find out you showed up and you ain't putting nothing on. But I thought they were going to give you an eyeball. <laughs> I thought they were going to give you an eyeball. <laughs> but no, man, uh, uh, um, we, have, we, have to be, we have to be careful uh, to show up and give God our best every time, every time, every time. So look, man, yeah, this, this, this was good. So five dangerous signs of complacency in the church. Let's not be complacent. And watch this, let's own the areas, right? Let's own the areas. If, if any of these fit your, your situation, don't be mad. Make the adjustment. If you know you're far too easily satisfied, that was number one. You know what? Make the adjustment. If you know that you, you either you yourself or your team comes up with excuses for why they're not doing something all the time, start to make the adjustment. If you are saying you ain't got enough time, or your people saying they didn't have enough time to do something that you asked for a month ago, make some adjustments. <laughs> if, if you are trying to teach people, that, that uh, number four says, if you're trying to teach people and you're trying to bring them to the next level and they refuse to be taught, they refuse to make adjustments, and they're no longer teachable, huh? make the adjustment. Make the adjustment. And the last one, if, 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 if you find yourself being content with early success, if you're still applauding, hey, we did this, we did this, okay. That's like, I, let, let, me, let me use this. I'll use, I'll use Ebenezer for this one. It was a great thing that we put in the work and, 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 and got approved or, or awarded the grant, right? Great work. But we couldn't just sit on it. It's a whole lot of work to do now. (laughs) 
we, we, we celebrate it. We can clap about it. But it's a whole lot of work to do before we can see the fruit of that labor. You know, so, so you know, don't, we, yes, you can be happy. Yeah, woohoo. But it's a lot of work to do from a lot of different people. We can't sit on it, applaud it, celebrate it, have a shot or two. Look, community, sorry. But, you know, just, but then move on to the next thing. What's the next part of it? Phase two, phase three. Keep pushing yourself. Keep pushing yourself. Let's get ready to get out of here, y'all. We're going to pray and we're going to, it ain't even nine o'clock. Look at God. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, we want to continue to pray again. Pray for our uh, uh, our guest, so Lord's friend of Evan, friend of I was going to say Ebenezer with a V, friend of Ebenezer uh, Peral Shante. She got sick. Yes, she got sick over the weekend. And I see your hand. She got sick over the weekend and uh, wasn't able to come here and worship with us. But we definitely want to keep her lifting the prayer. Go ahead. What you got? Want to say happy birthday? To Sister Bernice Johnson. Oh, she hit the big 94 today, right? All of the 94. All of the 94. Let me say that real quick. Is she on here? Sometimes she be on here. She watched a little later, though, because I've been catching her, her comments on replays. Big shout out to Sister Bernice. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say Williams. Oh, Sister Lord. Bernice Johnson. 94 good whole years. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It's something in the water over here at the Ebenezer. I'm just going to go down there and fill up my Fiji bottle with some of that sink water and see what happens. Because I think if I drink at least one of them sink waters a day, I'm good for a shoot. Because I'm already good for 75. I think if I drink some of that sink water down there, that's going to give me another good 50. What you up there looking up at the walls for? Why you? <laughs> so you say 75? I'm good for 75. Okay. I think I think God gonna give me seventy five for sure. Anything over seventy five and great is gravy. But she she hit that good ninety four, and I mean a for real ninety four. So uh, and, and look ninety four and on Facebook, <laughs> ninety four and on email, ninety four. Amen. Amen. Let's pray, Father God. We thank you, God, in advance, Lord God. We just want to say thank you, Lord. We are. Grateful, God, for all that you do, all that you've done, and all that you continue to do. Lord God, we thank you uh, just for your mercy and your grace. God, we thank you for yesterday. God, we thank you for a word from you. God, we thank you for an enthusiastic music ministry. God, we thank you for our leadership. God, we thank you for our members, our church, our body of Christ, and body of believers here at Ebenezer. God, we thank you for every church that was opened in your name. God, we thank you for every in-person worship. We thank you for every virtual worship. God, we thank you, God, for every place that they called on the name of Jesus. We just want to say thank you. God, we're praying right now, God, for, for, for peace of mind. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, we're, God, we're praying for peace of mind. God, we recognize that, that sometimes we can allow the burdens of life to, to weigh us down so heavy, God, that, that, that when, when we carry too much, God, we, we explode and we act out of our character. But, God, we're thankful for second chances and second and third and fourth opportunities. So, God, we're praying right now for peace of mind, God, whether you are a janitor at a school somewhere, God, or you are an Oscar-winning celebrity, whether you are a, 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 a homeless person on the street or you are a billionaire with too much money to count, we're praying today, God, for peace of 
divine. God, your word said that you would give us the peace that would pass all understanding. We're praying for that right now in the mighty name of of Jesus. God, I'm praying for traveling mercy and grace for the administrative staff of my school who I believe right now all on a trip to San Diego for something school related. We're praying for them even right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Look, man, hey, Tanya, they stood, they stayed for church. Yeah, you cut your mic off, so you always cutting all stuff over there. You do the video. Let um, me just, let me spin the records. <laughs> okay. Anywho, thank you all for staying for church. For church. We hit the one hundred comment mark again. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all for hanging out for church though. Look, we'll be back on um on Friday, but y'all check in for y'all check in on tomorrow for the Kitchen Chronicles uh, with my good brother. He was on his way, uh, but he said he was coming from Itasca, so I knew that wasn't gonna happen, especially depending on what part of Itasca he was coming from. And then may, uh, may may not have wanted you to tell his business like that. Oh, I just said that out loud. I did, didn't I? My bad. Anyway, y'all check out. <laughs> Look, you know I got a microphone. Stuff come out. Uh. But check out the Kitchen Chronicles. Check out the Kitchen Chronicles uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. Look here. If you got to drive through these special streets, y'all know the ones, the ones we call Chicago. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Uh, keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. We have. With your hands lifted up straight, straight.